When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Don't Retire, Graduate, the podcast that asks you what you want to be when you grow up so you can graduate into retirement with purpose and passion. I'm your host and valedictorian, Eric Brotman. Welcome to Office Hours, where we answer listeners' questions about financial planning, retirement readiness, and more. We received a question from Juan, who asked, is it better to skip investing in the stock market and to buy real estate instead? And Juan, I love this question because it it can be answered so many different ways. Um, The short answer is probably not. I don't think there's one or the other. I think real estate and equities um, both play a role in wealth building. And and I don't know that you should forego one entirely for the other in either direction. I know in the year 2022, the year that we've had in the equity markets makes real estate look very, very attractive um, because it's mostly held its value. And there's a sense, I think, in the in the communities that we're starting to see a buying opportunity, that the big seller's market may be over. And that's particularly in residential real estate. Um, in that space, I would tend to agree that the, the incredible rise of prices in real estate has cooled. Uh, and certainly equities have been clobbered in various markets around the world. So I, I understand why you're thinking this way. What I would say is if you have cash, uh, real estate is very solid as an investment uh, for, a, for a long term, assuming you buy the right properties and have the right mix and diversification, just like anything else you buy. But if you're financing, it is suddenly less attractive to finance real estate or any other project than it has been in years. Interest rates have gone up so much that the same mortgage that was available at two and a half or three percent is now six and a half percent or more um, and still rising. So there's a tendency to believe that we can take on a financing project and then refinance shortly thereafter. That worked great in the 80s when interest rates were 16% and totally ridiculous and people refinanced to 13 and then 10 and then seven and so forth. But right now, I'm not convinced that interest rates aren't going to stay close to where they are for some time because this is kind of a normal situation, Juan. This is the the normal range is that 6.5% to 7.5% for for home financing. So we've had artificially low rates for a generation um, stemming from the great financial crisis. And because of that, there's a tendency to believe that that interest rates are going to go back to 2% or 3%. I think those days are not only over, I I think they may never return. So if you have cash and you're a a willing buyer and you're able to do some real estate investing alongside some of the other investing you're doing, I would say, sure, it makes sense. But if you have to finance the purchase, I wouldn't want to see you finance a real estate in a way that was going to be long-term right now, uh, any more than I'd want to see you take a margin loan and finance the purchase of a stock portfolio right now. And I never want to see that happen, but particularly with interest rates, back to a normal, if not slightly high range. So equity markets to me are still a a viable and uh, engaging place where wealth is created because when you're buying equities, what you're buying is you're buying company earnings. 
And as long as corporations have earnings and share those earnings in the form of either dividends or in the form of capital appreciation through R&D and other things, it's an investment that makes sense in the long run. Yes, it's more volatile um, or it feels more volatile, but prior to 2008, there was a sense that real estate could never go down. And as you'll recall, assuming you're old enough to remember, um, in those in that period of time, real estate did drop, especially in vacation areas, second home areas, uh, you know, condo markets, and all of that. So real estate can lose value, um, and interest rates are still going up. And so I would say be very cautious with an either or approach. If you're going to buy stocks, don't buy one diversify, buy funds, uh, and make sure you hold a, a diversified bundle of securities. Do the same thing with real estate. If you want to be in the real estate business, whether it's commercial or residential, my encouragement to you is be diverse. Don't buy one property and assume that you now have a, a new financial plan. I know you have to begin somewhere, but having one property is like having one stock. It means if you have one lousy tenant or one um, one catastrophe that's that's a, an act of nature or any of these other things that can happen, repairs, your 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 return on investment could be not only uh, zero, it could be negative. And so I want you to diversify away. If you're going to have ten properties and you have one lousy tenant and the other nine are terrific, the portfolio should be okay. In the same way that if you have ten stocks and one of them it, it tanks, the portfolio should be able to withstand that. Um, and so diversifying in real estate and equities does make sense. And by the way, they're not the only two asset classes, and this is not a pendulum that swings between the two. Historically, stocks and bonds have been the pendulum. It's like a seesaw. When one is up, the other is down. Well, that's not been true in the last year or two either. Um, you know, year to date, equity markets and bond markets are both down significantly. And as a result, there's been kind of no place to hide. And so real estate starts to look like a port in a storm. Um, but if you're borrowing, the cost to carry properties, are it's high enough now that I would just, if not discourage you, I would at least tell you to take a pause and make sure that the cash flow from whatever you're buying can cover the escalating costs, not only of, uh, not only of taxes, which have gone up, and of mortgage interest, which has gone up, but also of maintenance, uh, and also of energy. So think about it, Juan. I, I, I do think there's a place for real estate in a portfolio. Um, I happen to like uh, commercial real estate, especially if you can be in the supply chain real estate. And I like to be diverse. I'd rather hold a fund that holds those things than suddenly be a landlord. But that's me. And you might you might feel otherwise, and that's perfectly fine. Wealth has been made in the real estate markets. It's also been made in the equity markets. And most wealth building has more to do with personal decision and behavior than it does selection. So I wish you incredible good fortune, um, and I encourage you to do do both, do and do more than just equities and real estate. Hold fixed income, hold private debt or, or private uh, private equity, hold uh, commodities or other types of asset classes because they will behave differently at different times. Uh, and so I encourage you to do basically all of the above and not try to guess. So Juan, thanks for your question. If you'd like to send us a question for a future episode of Office Hours, please tweet us at Brotman Planning or post the question on our Facebook page. I'd like to thank all of you for listening and watching today. We'd love to hear from you. So please send us a message at don'tretiregraduate.com or leave us reviews and ratings on your favorite podcast platform. Those are priceless to us. 
If you enjoy our show, don't keep it a secret. Share it with your friends and family so they can join you on your path to financial freedom. Thanks for coming to Office Hours. We'll be back next week with another episode and an engaging guest. For now, this is your host, Eric Brotman, reminding you, don't retire, graduate. Don't Retire, Graduate is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC. Kestra IS, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC. Kestra AS, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Kestra IS or Kestra AS are not affiliated with Brotman Financial or any other entity discussed. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.